Hi, this is Craig Hamlet for Journey in the Word, and I'm glad that you've chosen to join with us today for this episode of Journey in the Word audio podcast. In this podcast, we will explore the true nature of Christianity and ask the question, what is more important, looking the part or being the part? Is it critical to believe all the Bible or just some of it? Can I be a Christian and love the world and the things in the world? Or does God really expect more from me than the least that I can give him? You know, I remember the day distinctly when my dad dragged me to the car and down to his workplace so I could take a sink bath. Yeah, maybe you've been there too. As typical for a boy, I had been playing ball all day. And when it came time to leave the house to watch a local high school basketball game with my family, I simply jumped in the car. However, as we sat on the bleachers after arriving for the game, the smell definitely did not come from the court. My mom leaned over and asked me if I had taken a shower after playing ball all day. Of course my answer was, no. Who does that? Who wants to take a shower? I mean, I was an eight-year-old boy with only one aspiration, to play as long and as hard as I could. Much to my surprise, no one else at the game thought my way of thinking was of any value. So I was swiftly and quickly swept away to a sink bath. Well, as the years went on, showers and cleanliness became a value that I could not deny, especially when it came to dating. (laughs) But we live in a culture that is enamored with cleanliness. We have elaborate shower soaps of all kinds and hand sanitizers that fit on keychains in every kind of container. Washing hands before meals and other obvious times are so much a part of our custom that we teach it to our children at the earliest age. In fact, we think it unimaginable that a person would not wash their hands before meals and at other obvious times. So when you read Mark 7, where the Pharisees complained to Jesus that his disciples did not wash their hands before the meal, we understand their frustration. Here's a passage I'm talking about. Mark 7, 1-4. That when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, They saw that some of his disciples ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands properly, holding to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. I guess it would seem... That that's all that the Pharisees did was to make sure that the outside of the cup was clean. Now, we can all understand this from a surface level. I mean, who wants to eat with unclean hands, unless you're a child? Who wants to eat from dirty pots, unless you're a college student? (laughs) However, the point was not hygiene. You see, the issue Jesus points to goes much deeper. Jesus drills down into the thoughts and intents of their heart in verses 6 and 7. When he says this, Well does Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, The people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. Jesus nails down the issue as a matter of their heart and not of their hygiene. Disciples of Jesus honor the Lord with their hearts, not just with their lips. Disciples understand that no matter what men might say or traditions they might revere and hold strongly, that nothing overrides the commandment of God. 
As disciples of Jesus, we are concerned about cultivating a heart that pursues the heart of God. We ask for God to search our heart and see if there be any wicked way present in us. Disciples refuse to let their heart be only for show and remain unchanged. So how can you call yourself a disciple of Jesus and not do what he says? My challenge to us today is to authentically pursue the heart of God above all things. Let your affections be on Christ and Him alone. Colossians 3, 2. How can we apply this practically? Well, number one, ask God to search your heart to see if anything resides there that is competing with Him. Number two, eliminate anything that could compete for Christ's affections. And then number three, put aside any attributes or attitudes or actions that have resulted from cherishing this world's values over God's. If we can do those three things and apply those three things, we will be a follower of God rather than a follower of men. Hey, if you want to have more resources, if you need more Bible studies, if you have, would like to read some more articles or listen to some more messages, go to journeyintheword.com. That's the website, journeyintheword.com, where you're going to find additional resources and podcasts. I hope that you have a great day. Tune back in next time for Journey in the Word audio podcast. Have a great day.